You are Locked On Women's Basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Megdahl, reminding you you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On WBB, like us on Facebook, or rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast listen of choice. Also, just a reminder to go ahead and visit us at Summit Hoops, two T's for Pat, summithoops.com, or go ahead and download our app, 24-7 coverage of women's basketball. And today I am joined by one of the dominant forces in women's basketball, Brittany Griner, center of the Phoenix Mercury, who's having a breakout season. We spoke about many things, up to and including the varied ways that Brittany Griner has turned her game that was already at a Hall of Fame level into something even greater than that. Take a listen. Hello. Hi, Brittany. It's Howard Megdahl. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, no problem. No, thank you. Um, place I'd love to start, um, I was talking to Sandy about essentially the direction your game is going. There's been a ton of growth in a bunch of different areas I'd love to get into. But she essentially talked about the goal being some sort of combination player. You know, a lot of the uh, by the basket that Sylvia Fowles has done throughout her career, but also to continue expanding your face-up game and looking at what Tina Charles does as a guidepost as well. And I'm wondering, when you think about the endpoint for where you'd like to be, do you see it as that combo, or do you define it a little differently? No, I would say the same thing. that uh, Me and Sandy both have the same vision, honestly, for me. Um, I definitely don't want to be just uh, on the block, down low, hook shot, that's it, hook player. I definitely want to, you know, expand my game, um, make it a little bit harder, I guess, for other players to to guard me. You know, it's, it's easy to guard somebody when all they can do is just turn around, hook shot, down on the on the on the block. I, I mean, do you? There's an element of that that's essentially never been seen before. In terms of somebody who can shoot, and and, and your your mid range game is already really significant. Uh, I know you took a three during the 2015 All Star game as well, and the idea that that could be a goal at one end, whereas at the other end you are a rim protector on par with anyone who's ever played. You know that really hasn't been done. Do you ever let yourself think in those terms? Like you know, look, I, I'm able to at some level redefine what. Uh, a five is capable of being in this league? Uh, no, I never think like that. It's just, <laughs> I just, just things that I want to kind of just do. Um, I definitely uh, I, I shoot the three in practice after practice all the time. I'm like, Sandy, look, made that shot. Let me shoot one the game. Like, hey, Sandy, I just made six in a row. Let me shoot in the game. You know, it's just like a joke, but I sure. mean, I would love to, you know, eventually one day uh, be there where I can. Well, let's talk about the many things that you are already doing. I, I, I eagerly await that day as well. But what, what you've been putting up this year, the the place to start, I think, is not just the fact that you are taking many more shots than you have in past years, but you've done it and you've been slightly more efficient even as you've been doing it. Now, there seem to be some different explanations for it, you know, whether it's the strength uh, improving, uh, whether it's recognition, but what is it for you? What is it you're seeing that's allowing you to both, let's say, call for the ball more, but also to be able to maximize it even more when you're getting it? Uh, honestly, I would say just um, 
I became more confident on the court. Uh, I worked on my game a lot overseas in Russia. You know, I'm with Sandy and uh, her husband, Olaf, who's the head coach um, overseas. Um, we're also with D as well. So, um, and Todd Troxel, who's our assistant coach over here. So, they really worked on me a lot on um, shooting that, that outside mid-range um, jumper and just working on it in individuals overseas uh, in the off-season. Well, still in season over there, but in the off-season for the WNBA. And uh, I don't know, I just, I guess I'm kind of growing into a little bit more um, confident. I want to say veteran, not that old yet in the, in the league, but um, definitely comfortable with having the ball in my hand now more. Now, when defenders are coming at you, what are you seeing sort of at court level? Are they forced to come at you a little more when you're in that mid-range level it makes it a little easier for you to get to the basket i mean has has their read of you changed in what you're seeing so far um i see a little bit more double teams i know when i'm down on the block teams definitely want to you know double and brain congestion um uh not so much on the on the on the rise i haven't seen too much i've had a couple people you know run out there um to the mid-range, but uh, me being 6'8", and uh, jumping from, from my shot, kind of hard to contest it. Yeah, I mean, I, I even even if a closeout is successful, it doesn't really matter at that point. Um, but to that point of the double teams, your assist percentage is 14.2% this year. It was 6.5 last year. I mean, you know, that's a number, uh, the assist percentage you'd, you'd expect out of, you know, maybe a three. Uh, so to having that out of the five, do you think that comes from increased double teams? Are you recognizing more quickly than you were? Is it some combination of those two? Uh, a little combination of two. I mean, I've always been double team. Um, yeah. I've always had to kick out of it. Um, I guess me calling for the ball, uh, you know, being more comfortable this year, looking at my hands a little bit more. Um, I'm able to, you know, kick out in my guard, and uh, you know, my fours are able to knock down. Um, you know, easy shots because the defense, you know, they shifted so much towards me. Um, so I credit, you know, I got to credit my teammates on that for sure because, you know, they got to knock it down. So let's talk about those teammates. And I'm curious what you remember from the initial conversations you had uh, with Diana, with Sandy, after uh, you, you see a roster that had complete turnover absent the two of you. What do you remember from those initial talks, and what effect did it have on just your thinking about this season coming in? Um, it didn't really affect my thinking too much. Uh, I was definitely excited uh, having a new team, uh, new faces, new, you know, different dynamic to, to the game, to the locker room. So I was super excited. Um, you know, last year wasn't our best year, um, so we knew uh, we had to make changes. And, you know, uh, coaches and GM and everybody, you know, they, they made big changes. They brought me and D back, and, you know, we changed up the whole the whole roster. Uh, we got a couple players that played before, though. Uh, Leilani, Kayla, uh, Shay Murphy. Uh, you know, they've all played. They played here before uh, once. So, And then we brought in everybody else that was new. So uh, it, was super, it was super exciting <laughs> just to get back and uh, get into a groove with everybody. And then when you have the type of success you're having early on this year, both personally and as a team, is is there a recognition uh, in your mind that there's a journey still to go 
from what kind of player you've been at the start of your career to where you're going. And and let me just let me frame it this way because there's no shortage of conversation about oh Brittany Griner is doing this, but we really think she should be doing that. But you went out, you won a championship in 2014. You've put up the first four years unlike any player in the history of the league already. Just the, this idea that you were somehow shy of where she, you ought to be seems fundamentally unfair. And and I I just wonder sort of how you thought about it, how you had framed it yourself. Um, you know, don't pay attention really to what everybody, you know, says I should be doing or how I should be playing, what I should have been done, because critics are always going to be unsatisfied with whatever you do. You can be the best person ever, and they're still going to find, you know, shit to say about you, so Mm -hmm. I never let that affect, you know, what I'm doing. Uh, I listen to my teammates, I listen to my coaches, and um, what they expect of me. And, uh, you know, they, they definitely said I've been on track, but this year I need to, you know, step it up a little bit. And that's what, I, that's what I plan on doing, and that's what I've been doing so far, and I want to continue to do that. Well, and so I, that's what I'm really curious about. How do you define it in your mind? What do you define as success? I don't just mean as a team winning this year, but I mean for you. What What is the end point? What is, uh, what is the Pete Brittany Griner like in your mind? Peak. Honestly, I don't know. It's hard for me to, you know, I hate talking about myself. It's hard for me to to describe, but um, you know, just being half the player of like, you know, the Dinosaur, the Sue Birds, fucking, um, uh, to me, catching all them. You know, just being half that type of player, I guess, would be the key. And, and what's interesting is, you know, when you talk to Diana, you talk to Sandy about it, there's a conversation about your maturity on the court. And you talked mm-hmm. a little bit about this as well. <laughs> I'm wondering just like, what? give me an example of what that means in the course of a game you've seen so far this season, a, a choice that you made that, let's say, you wouldn't have made last year, but you saw it differently or you did it differently. Well, this year, actually staying on the court, um, I mean, I've gotten in foul trouble a little bit this year, but last year, I mean, I was getting thrown out of games, um, texts, uh, just losing my cool instead of playing through it, um, letting, you know, a defender, you know, hit me, hit me, hit me, and then I start reacting, hitting back, and, mm-hmm. you know, playing out of emotions instead of just taking a hit and just keep going. You know, this year I'm um, doing that, and uh, last year I would let them get underneath my skin, I guess, and then they had the advantage on me. You think you think it's hard for officials to properly call your games just because of your size, because that is a difference from you know even some of the taller fives here in the W. Uh, <laughs> I definitely think it's a little bit different, difficult. Um, but I mean, I don't think it's that difficult. A foul is a foul, no matter who, no matter who does it. True. Fair enough. So. When I talked to Sylvia Fowles about matchups of the two of you last week, you know, she was talking, first of all, about how impressed she's been with your growth and development. And I know there's a combination of factors there. I know there's always going to be that conversation with you guys as the clear two best fives in the league. I know there's no ill will between the two. You're quite the contrary. But I, I do wonder, when you think about measuring up, do you use those games as measuring sticks for yourself? 
uh, compared to, you know, someone like Sill, you know, someone who's been in the league longer, someone who's, you know, on a Hall of Fame path as well? Yeah, no, I definitely look forward to those games. I love playing against Sill. Um, you know, we had a great relationship. Um, I always love playing her just because, I mean, she's same size as me, wingspan, everything, big physical post player as well. So I always love those matchups. But, I mean, I don't define, um, you know, my game or where I am at um, in my career with those games, like how everybody else in the league does <laughs> or everybody else in the media. They they use those only those games as defining, you know, where you are. But that's kind of not how you do it. But oh, and the full, and the full body and, and the full body of work suggests that you're having a year on par with any that – any five has ever had. I'm wondering when when you do think about it, how much do you pay attention to the numbers, and are you able to use them to your advantage to be able to say, all right, I see this number, this is an area I want to work on, or I worked on this, this is a number uh, that reflects it. I see that it's it's effective. Uh, no, numbers don't do anything. I can't even tell you what any of my numbers are were in any of the games I've played in so far. Um, I know where I've messed up by watching film. I know uh, <laughs> I watch film and I see where, you know, I messed up and where I was bad and, you know, um, areas where I can improve. So, so when you're going through film so far this year, is there a next skill on your to-do list? Is there something where you say, all right, this is the next thing? I mean, is it is it the three? Because it sounds like... You know, number one, that's something you're interested in. Number two, it's something Sandy's interested in. And number three, I'm, you know, I'm sure you see that's where that's where the game is going. Yeah, definitely. That's that's definitely something that I want to go towards, and I've been working on it a lot. So, um, hopefully, one, maybe one of these games, I'll be able to break it out. <laughs> and, and and is that Diana's influence? You think as much as anything else? You know, to be playing so closely with the all-time three-point shooting leader. <laughs> she, she helps me out with it <laughs> she gives me some pointers excellent well you can't really ask for more than that from her that's for sure uh, Brittany I, I don't want to be limited by what I'm asking you so I'm curious what else if anything you see out of this year that you think are, is, is critical to uh, the way you've developed and uh, even moved forward that much more as a player um no, I mean, you did a great job, actually. You hit everything, so thank you so much. <laughs> sure. Well, that's very kind of you to say. Uh, Brittany, I appreciate your time whenever we can chat, and I look forward to our paths crossing again very soon. I'm sure they will. Definitely. Safe Looking travels. To it. Sounds good. Have a great day. Right, Take care. All right, you too.